Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all. The glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free on iOS and Android. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, this week Scarlett Johansson says she could play a tree. There's uh, gators addicted to meth, and uh, Ebola is going wild in Africa. It's time for another episode of Cover to Cover. Welcome back. It's time for another cover to cover. Hey, I, I'm so happy to be back. It's a Thursday here in Los Angeles, and uh, you're probably listening to it wherever you are. Heat wave uh, crippling the country right now. I don't know where you're listening to this, but it looked like, at least this morning when I was watching today's show, like 105s everywhere. And this weekend, like the East Coast and the Midwest, and I mean, 112 in New York City on a Saturday? Fuck, that's brutal. Anyway, it's 82 degrees here in Los Angeles and absolutely gorgeous. And I just stopped at a 7-Eleven on my way here to grab this. I get this coffee. Uh, I get the large coffee. And then I drink it throughout the day. People hate me for doing this. But I literally, you know, people are like, coffee's got to be hot. Especially 7-Eleven coffee. People think it's gross. I don't know. I'm not really a coffee aficionado. I just kind of like it for whatever reason. It feels like something nice to drink. I don't even know anything about coffee. Are you a coffee guy, Alex? Uh, yeah, man, I'm a I'm an ex barista. Oh, that's right. I, I, I barista. So, so people always say Alex had, did every job. Yeah. So there's yeah. another one. Put that one on top of Alex's every sunglass hut, uh, the right. Cosmopolitan barista, many things. Every anyway, comedy club. That's every comedy decent, club. But not he's great. done it all. Yeah. He's done it all. So uh, what barista? What uh, establishment? Oh, oh, I was a Starbucks. Starbucks They're the only train. ones who call themselves baristas, but, right? Uh, or is that I mean, a name a lo- they came up with, or can can like a coffee bean and tea leaf guy? I think can, they use it too. 
too, I okay. believe, because a lot of like third wave fancy coffee shops use it. The barista. Okay, yeah. good. Well, I go to 7-Eleven and yeah. then I, so I've been going to the same 7-Eleven all the time in this, in, by my neighborhood. And uh, t- the woman tells me she, she's in her best broken you know, English, whatever, the, you know, 7-Eleven, come on. It's an Indian lady behind the counter. And she's, do you have the app? Do you have the app? And I said, I, I, what? The app, the app, the app. I said, no, I don't have the 7-Eleven app because why would I have that sad if I had 7-Eleven app? But I do now because she said with the 7-Eleven app, every coffee, all sizes are a dollar. And sure enough, she is. She ain't kidding. This 7-Eleven app is the greatest thing ever. And then I think someone else on this podcast actually mentioned it to me. Anyway, let's not get. So then I'm driving here just now and I'm a little late. Things have been a crazy week. I'll get to that. But anyway. I stop at a 7-Eleven here in this like, Koreatown area, and I grab this coffee, and some kind of effeminate guy is walking out, and he's obviously had a problem. Before I walked in, something was going down between him and the man behind the cashier. And he said, uh, he goes, you might want to get that cockroach off the coffee bar. It's on its back, and it's dying. And then he got in his car and drove off. So I, of course, walk in and just go to the coffee bar where the cockroach was supposedly uh, was, and I didn't see it. So uh, I walked in the midst of almost a Bagel Boy incident. I don't know if you, oh, Alex. Been good. Okay, uh, have you seen it? I this? have. All right. Now here's this guy, Bagel Man, which now it's becoming a bit of a thing because he's, he's he's leaning into it and he's becoming like he talked too famous much. for it. Yeah, he's like <laughs> all over. I saw he was on every talk show, at least radio show, like Jim Norton's and a bunch of serious shows. And I saw some comedians posting pictures with him. And he was walking around the streets of New York City. Now I'm from Long Island. This guy, this happened on Long Island at a place called, I think it's called Bagel Boss or something. It's out in my neck of the woods. I'm from Ron Conker, but I think it happened in Bayshore or some shit. And it's everything about this video was so Long Island. It was painful for me to watch. It was an overconfidently short fucking loser, which <laughs> Long Island is full of. And then like, and then like, you know, a bunch of other people were just like, oh, just get the fuck out of the way. Like, I want to get a bagel. And, and it, of course it blows up. Now, this guy's obviously got some sort of problems. hes I've been watching other stuff about him. I, I, I don't know his name. He's, I don't even want to say it. Fuck him. But then he's got a YouTube channel. I know it's a bit of an old story. It happened like a week ago, but we didn't talk about it last week. So here it is. And, uh, and, and he's... You know, got other. Have you watched his other stuff, Alex? He's got other things where he's screaming at other people. I haven't. No. He screams. He screams at you know, other people in, in shops. Seven Eleven guy. So he's, he's trying to go at. viral for this stuff. I don't even know if it's that. I don't think he's smart enough for that. I just think he just had several altercations that he put on YouTube. Mm. I don't think he's looking to go. I. And now he's like walking around literally in an ad, you know, a shirt. How yeah, he's box, selling merch. Yeah, he's making money. Yeah, sometimes box wore an ad, you know, on yeah. their jacket or whatever. This guy's got an ad now on his shirt. But he seems like slow. He seems like m- mentally challenged because when he talks, like he's not right in the head. Something's wrong with him. So that's, that's it. It's called so, Long Island. It, no, it really is. Like that's like <laughs> the, I, this guy is he's no stranger to me. Like it's the moment I saw it happen, I'm like, oh, this is this is every guy who comes to the governors on Long Island when I perform and just you know, has to be famous. <laughs> yells. Has to be the fucking star of the show. Ha, you know, can't just sit and watch. It's gotta be fucking, you know, screaming and yelling and blah blah blah. I mean there are perfectly nice people on Long Island too, don't get me wrong, but for the most part, it's a bunch of loudmouth fucking idiots. So that's guys right in there with him. Anyway, so you, you, we all know the story. We watched it. Bagel boy, bagel man, bagel boss, whatever, bagel little guy. It's sad. When you're that fucking short, it is a tough life. And that's, I got to blame you gals, you know? I mean, you guys, and there's no fucking way 
I'm not saying you created this guy, but you kind of created this guy. You know what I mean? Like you're the guy, you're the people who swipe right, left on him. Is it left? What's the because le- he he screamed in the bagel shop that it was about you know something about women on dating sites or telling him he's too short. Now, could you imagine <laughs> this guy shows up because he's freakishly he short. He lives in his car. He, he does now. That's yeah. right. He said he had to, uh, some bad dealings with uh, somebody who owed him money. That's Dude, on. That's a hard g- dating apps when you live in your car. I can speak firsthand. But here's a guy <laughs> who can't. You're game. a tall guy. I'm a tall guy. Yeah. Uh, living in my car would be difficult because I'm just a tall guy. Like li- this guy living in his car is like a. Like he a lives tr- in a minivan. Yeah. He, he can like crawl himself over the driver's seat and not even have to pull it all the way down. He's like a little. He's, I mean, <laughs> he's like four foot nine. Yeah. He's a and tight. he's not a midget, which is. I can't. I don't, you, say, you can't say midget anymore. I know he doesn't experience dwarfism. He, Chris. Does, he doesn't. So, so that <laughs> right there, he doesn't get like the perks of like a handicapped parking space. He's just little. He's just a loser. Yeah, just a loser. <laughs> That's what it is. And so people, I can't believe he's even on dating sites. And God, the poor girl who has to show up at whatever. I mean, I'm sure he, he doesn't. He, like, he seems like a like a really kind of idiot. So he's probably taking her to like a Chili's or something and says, "Meet me there." And and then hops out of his house, van, whatever he's living in, and and walks in. And this poor girl's just like, oh, my God, you're kidding. Like, this is short is one thing. Five foot five is one thing. Five foot seven is one thing. Five, four foot nine, that's a, that's a whole other short. Yeah. And that's something you can't hide. Like, you can't hide your shock. It's pretty rare to be that short and not be a dwarf. Like, exactly. He's like almost a commodity, I'd say. I, well, maybe that could be a selling <laughs> point. Anyway, so that was all. That was funny. I thought. I thought. What did you think of of uh, some vigilante justice? What did you think of? I thought it was great. I mean, the guy took him down happened. like it was the nothing. Guy t- well, I mean, obviously, the guy he's a four foot nine man, but uh, somebody had to do something. Yeah. The guy was he obviously was not going to stop screaming, mm-hmm. and you know somebody's got to go. Just shut the fuck and up. At what point and the guy didn't get, punch him? The guy yeah. just tackled him and said, "Took shut him down." Up. Yeah. yeah. At what point do you also like egos got like it's really hard to bite your tongue sometimes, but when that guy's yelling at you, you're yeah. like, "All right, I'm putting you on the floor." Like, I know. I know. I got to put and you in timeout now. Yeah. And I felt bad for the other guy who's you know he's screaming like, "Come, go out to the parking lot!" And the guy's like, "Oh, seriously? Like, I don't yeah. want to do this. I, I'll kill you." Yeah. But anyway, so if some guy finally tackles him, and, and I feel bad that that guy's getting nothing out of it, but. And now this other guy's. Oh, I'll know, buy his shirts if he puts running. out shirts. I'm buying the guy that got him. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's that story. I don't know if you've heard. Now, this, this Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Say she's she's an attractive, you know, very good looking actress. She was a kid actress there for a while. Had some, you know, younger roles in when she was young. Great movie. One of my all time favorite movies with Bill Murray called Lost in Translation. I mean, it's such a great movie. Um, and then now she's you know now she's She's an adult, and she's a superhero, and she's in some other movies. I don't honestly, I couldn't tell you three Scarlett Johansson movies outside of like the Avengers. I I couldn't tell you three other ones that she's been in. I know she's a movie star, but this is today's movie stars. Like, wasn't she in the Italian Job? Maybe I don't even I know. I think so that wrong. was Charlize Theron. Yeah, you're right. I yeah, can't name it exactly. Nobody can. <laughs> and it, but it was a movie star nonetheless. I mean, she probably gets eighteen million dollars a movie, and nobody could tell you three movies that she. Nobody uh, outside of the Avengers movies. I don't think anyone in America has seen three Scarlett Johansson movies that she's made. Anyway, but she's an attractive woman, and she's married. She's going or dating the kid from Saturday Night Live who does the news. Uh, Colin Jost, who was featured for me oh, many times nice. on the road, great guy, really good guy. Uh, good scar. He's from Staten Island, not from Long Island, but I'm sure he's seen his fair share of bagel uh, boys. Uh, so anyway, they're together. They're engaged now, I believe. Good couple. I like them both. So here's her deal. 
I don't know if you've seen it, it's been kind of all over the paper. She has said in some sort of article that she should be able to play anything. Um, she should be able to play a tree. I, I, I'm looking for exact, her exact quote here. Uh, she should be able to play a tree, any human being. Uh, today, there are a lot of... Uh, anyway, anyway, this, um, this is the wrong article I'm looking at, but... What had happened was she had gotten some blowback for, for a role, several roles now, I guess. She, okay, she had accepted a role as a transgender man in a movie that's coming out. And a couple of years ago, another, see, now here's a, a movie that not neither of us have seen and I've never even heard of. And I know a lot about movies. 2017's Ghost in the Shell. She played a Japanese woman. Oh, Scarlett Johansson. Now, here's here's the thing. You have to not only blame Scarlett Johansson on this one. There's some other people to blame here. There's a casting director. There's a producer. There's a director. There's a writer. There's a long chain of command before you get to Scarlett Johansson who goes, who should we get to play the Japanese woman? I have an idea. How about Scarlett Johansson? If you offered me $18 million to play the Japanese woman, I'd, I would do it. <laughs> I would do it over the top. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you get out of here. You got, I go, you're the ghost. Get out of my shell, you ghost. Stupid ghost in shell. No good. Get out of shell. That's how I do it. I'll fucking go all out. You want Anybody want to hire me to play a Japanese woman? I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, anyway. So I guess, I, did, I don't know this movie. I'm not familiar with Ghost in a Shell, but I, I, she took that role, and she got a lot of blowback for playing a Japanese woman. Now she has taken on a role in a movie that I don't think has began filming yet, but it will. Um, or maybe it is. I, playing a transgender man. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, but I, I think uh, as Scarlett Johansson with the short haircut is a perfect person to play a... a you know, a, a transgender man. I think, uh, I think people with bone structures like hers are perfect for it because yeah. when you see transgender men, you're like, hmm. Like, Here's the other thing. Whatever movie this is going to be, it's going to make nine cents at the box office because nobody cares. And It'll do well in L.A. Yeah, in it'll, do, it'll play in three L.A. art houses, we call them, like the small movie houses, and, uh, and that'll, that'll be the end of it. But now this is the best thing that could have happened to this movie is this. Now, of course, you people know what's coming here. Because the only person who should be playing this role, because th- th- what they're saying is they should these roles should not be played by regular white people or black people or whoever. It, there are transgender actors out there who should be playing this role, and that's probably true. I don't know how many. I don't know how talented some of them are. I mean, I know there's that girl from Orange Is the New Black who's excellent. I think I, I've only seen her in Orange Is the New Black. I haven't seen her much else, and. You know, I, I know there's a few other transgender. I think there's one on on that one of those shows called Star or Diva or something. I think there's a transgender actor. But I mean, honestly, it's got to be pretty thin the transgender ta- actor actor pool. You can't. That's body shaming. Thin is it? No, like no, like I meant thin. Like in you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> but so here's the person who should be playing this role. There's only one person, and you know who it is, everybody. Uh, wait a minute. Who? Who, who took that fucking role of Scar- Scarlett Johansson? What the fuck? I got my cock cut off for nothing? I thought I was going to play this role. And that's who should be play. I had to do. I have to do it at least once a podcast, everybody. I mean, people fucking love it. And, uh, it, and, 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 and honestly, I've developed, it's developed into more of a caricature of his voice. Because I actually do a real version of his voice that sounds exactly like him. But I've, I've turned this one into most a character of it, and I kind of enjoy it more. So that so Caitlyn should be playing this role, although there's a big difference in age uh, between Scarlett Johansson and Caitlyn Jenner. So I don't know who 
or what um, the, the age of this character is. But so here's that's the problem. And then I go to, on to read about some other people that have gotten some backlash about roles. So then I read Sarah Silverman went on Twitter a few months ago and like asked the permission of America or whatever, you know, whatever, whoever follows her on Twitter, like, dear Twitter, would it be okay? I think it was another transgender role. Uh, would it be okay if I played a transgender role? She's asking America. Like, this is what we've come to now? No, she's asking Americans on Twitter, which is... Well, you know what I mean, but like <laughs> yeah, asking I opinions I know. of like fucking... And, and, and it's like, this is, where we're, this is where we're at now. We're mm. asking, you know, some guy, some guy, some machine worker in, you know, outside of Chicago and Illinois who's never going to see the Sarasota movie. Dear Jimmy, who's working uh, the late shift over at the meatpacking plant in, uh, in Illinois. Do you think I should play a transgender? Uh, let me tell you something here, Sarah Silverman. Uh, I don't know who you are, and uh, I don't know anything about your uh, motion picture that you're thinking of doing. But let me tell you something: I ain't going not regardless of what you're playing. You're whether you're playing a fellow with a cock or, or or a broad with no cock or tits or I don't know. But I got I got work to do. Scarlett Johansson, or sorry, Sarah Silverman. I'm all confused <laughs> with my transgender role stealers. So that's I'm not coming to your movie. I got I got the fucking kids. I got to feed children. I got to do, go do things. So all of a sudden, my Chicago has turned into a, a Polish or something. But anyway, you get the idea. I hear there's a lot of them out there. <laughs> like there is actually. Yeah. But here's the thing: you don't. You don't. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Play the role, Sarah Silverman. Play the role, Scott Johansson. It'll it'll be a blip on the fucking radar for five minutes. And then it'll go away. And if there's a talented trans person who should take the role, yes, they should have the role. Give it to them. I'd be more interesting to watch anyway. I'd rather see some up-and-coming up trans act that I haven't seen before in a movie than watch Scarlett Johansson in another thing that's kind of okay. And I'm not saying anything. Scarlett Johansson's fine. I like her and things. She's good enough. I mean, I'm not going to run out to go to the new Scarlett Johansson movie. You know, oh, my God, what? She's in uh, Baby in the, in the Seashell? Get honey, get on the computer. Get tickets on Fandango. We don't want to get sold out from Scarlett Johansson and, and Baby in the Seashell. Do you? Uh, so I went through her filmography. Oh, okay, yeah. Like the only movie there are twelve movies I recognize, and nine of them are Avengers. <laughs> like Captain they're all Ava Avengers yeah. movies. Yeah, There's, and yeah. I couldn't tell you who she plays in the Avengers. She's one of the characters I know people are going to freak out about. Black Widow, like, dude. Oh, see, I don't even know who that I, is. I've only read it. I'm not I'm, a Marvel I'm reading guy. it right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But, so. um, no, yeah, it's a, uh, yeah. Okay, well, that's, that's the Scott Johansson story. If, listen, if you want to play the role, play the role. I got the role of Dracula in high school, um, and I don't think I deserved it. I don't think I was a good Dracula. It was We did the play, the, the version, Bram Stoker's Dracula. It was it was actually written for, you know, for theater, for Broadway. I believe Frank Langella played it on Broadway and won a Tony Award. Fantastic performance. And uh, then we come down to the casting. I don't know if anybody's ever been in a theater. Were you in a theater in uh, school, Alex? No, I wasn't. I was in a the theater. And for those of you who've been in a theater in high school, what you do is you audition for, you know, whoever's teaching the theater. And in my case, it was Suzanne Nesky, an English teacher, who I still ch chat with and is a friend of mine, great lady. And uh, and she did the casting for and the directing of, of, uh, of Dracula. Which was a heady project for some, you know, kids who are in eleventh grade. It's a big, it's a big part to take on. And Moira Kelly, who I've mentioned before, who was my Good girlfriend in high school, was in the Cutting Edge. She is playing the role of um, Lucy, I think her name is, isn't it? Lucy, I think Lucy Sewell, Sewell, if I'm not mistaken. And I am 
Now, I'm terrible as Dracula. I, I'm not. I'm a comic actor. I shouldn't be playing Dracula. But the only reason I got the role of Dracula is because the other guy who was competing against me, his name was Mike Ward. I still talk to Mike. He's a great guy, very successful fashion designer. Mike was a very flamboyantly gay man. He wouldn't mind me saying that because he was out and out, and he was out when he was seven. And uh, he, and not, not for lack of like being gay, he couldn't lift Moira. And there was there was a lot of sequences where you had to carry her across the stage, like in a in a in a, in a Dracula kind of way, like you bite her neck and then you had to carry her out. Several different scenes in that ended that way. And Mike couldn't carry Moira for whatever reason. Not that Moira was heavy or Mike was just weak. He just couldn't do it. I, however, could. He didn't I, have those frangiola no. jeans, man. <laughs> so I was able, you know, we're, we're working people, the frangiolas. We've been hauling shit our whole life. I had no problem picking up Moira and carrying her across the stage. Sure enough, for that reason, I got the role of Dracula. And I don't think I deserved it. And it were probably, you know, probably quality vampire actors in my high school who could have taken that role. But I got it because Mike Ward couldn't lift Moira Kelly. Sometimes that's the way it goes. So Scarlett Johansson, Sarah Silverman, good luck to you. I hope people, I hope you, the two movies that are coming out with you playing trans people, if they even come out, make eighteen fifty at the box office. You know what you should be more concerned with, Alex? What? This is, there are, uh, Alligators. You know, we have a lot of alligators in this country. You're not from alligator country. They don't no. have alligators where you're from. In uh, Vegas? Vegas? No. Uh, the only alligator in Vegas is like uh, those old people. Her name's Gator. She works down at Little <laughs> yeah, Darling. Right, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like those, those type of people. So uh, alligators, I think, are, are like in that, down in that, you know, down in the, the panhandle of Florida, uh, New Orleans, perhaps, and some other places. Uh, now these these gators are are... are they're, they're getting methed out. The gators are getting methed out because too many people... This is Florida, everybody. We understand. We all know what's going on down there. there too many people are f- flushing. Okay. Meth gator, Tennessee police... Oh, it was in Tennessee. Yeah. Police... Uh, sorry, I said Florida. It's also happening Florida, in Florida. I apologize, <laughs> Let's Florida. be honest. It's my also... Apology. I mean, I can, listen, it's, it's one probably swipe away on my phone of a news story about something <laughs> shitty in Florida. So fucking relax. So Florida people go, you said it was Florida. It wasn't because I'll go... I will go just Google Florida and come up with 15 stories about methed out uh, something. Maybe not ga- gators, but some shit. Methed out, you know, cats and dogs. Oh, Tennessee are saying are asking their residents to refrain from flushing your drugs, such as meth- methamphetamines, down the toilet to prevent meth gators. Uh, meth gators. Unsuccessful. The officers used to instead of okay. So I don't know what a meth gator. Folks, this is the cop speaking. Please don't flush your drugs. Okay. <laughs> that's what it's, that's what it says. That's the quote. Okay, our sewer guys take great pride in releasing water that is cleaner than what is in the creek, but they are not really prepared for meth. The post reads: ducks, geese, and other fowl frequent our, our treatment ponds, and we shudder to think what all these hyped up on meth would do. <laughs> this is a real quote. I'm not fucking around. So. You got to be careful out there in Tennessee now, and I like Tennessee. Yeah, because that guy is the town. police chief. Yeah, this guy. Yeah, that's even worse <laughs> than the gotta... methed up gator. I think this guy's been drinking some of the uh, tainted gator meth water. water. <laughs> oh, look at all these things that are in the water. Oh my god! Like syringe. I'm looking at a picture now of like these syringes and and meth shit paraphernalia that people flush down the toilet. Mm. Uh, furthermore, it was made. Found out that we could create meth gators. 
and by the Tennessee River and North Alabama. They've had enough methed up animals in the past few weeks without our help. So if you need to dispose of your drugs, just give us a call and we will make sure they're disposed of in a proper way. No, that's a trap. An alligator biologist and a coordinator of laboratories in the Department of Biology, University of Florida. See, I, wasn't, I knew Florida was coming. <laughs> yep, boom. Said he was has never once heard of an alligator on meth. <laughs> well, I got news for you, fucking. Because no one Kent flushes it Bullets. in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Bi you, de Department of Biology, University of Florida. I'll take you up to Tennessee. I'll give you a meth out. I'll only give you a meth out gator. I'll give you a meth out goose, a duck, a fowl, all sorts of fowl. Fucked up fowl. Methed out foul. Methed out foul. So that's it. These are, you know, you think this opioid crisis is just here, you know, amongst the people of wherever. I go to these cities and everyone tells me, you know, opioid, meth, here. More, people Ohio. tell you that first often, oh my God. huh? People always tell you that. Oh, thing, yeah, we got a bad problem the here. You, the thing when you travel to a city is what they'll try to do is they'll try to apologize for that city a little yeah. bit. You know, <laughs> there'll be two, two schools of thought on this. One of them is, hey, have you seen this? Have you seen that? Have you had the barbecue? which everyone to fucking barbecue. Uh, and then the other one is, I'm sorry you have to be in Dayton or wherever. <laughs> and it's never, I'm, there's no reason. I, it's fine. I like them all. They're all fine. But, and then everyone goes right into meth. We have a big meth problem here. <laughs> big meth. Everywhere. Big problem with meth. And I guess it's a painkiller. I don't know what people are getting hyped up on. It starts that way. Is that yeah. how it starts? They starts give it to with them? back problems. You hurt yourself, you know, probably doing honest work. And then... You you know prescriptions run out and you're not supposed to be taking it anymore. And so you the, so to, so what to just continue with with the, the killing the pain? Are you looking to kill? No, pain? I mean it's people, what is the other high it gives pe you that pe people are chasing? No, it's an addiction. It's habit, highly habit forming. Oh, so okay. it starts as killing pain, and then for a lot of people, it starts as killing pain. Right, right. It starts right. as pain pills, and it turns into you know. Heroin See, I've problem. never. I don't have any of these addictions. I really, and I'm. I thank God. I'm, I'm yeah. sure so many people listening. Mine sugar might yeah. have. Yeah, I mean, maybe yeah. maybe that'd be mine as well. You know, if I had to pick one, but uh, they're not too. And another thing, I, I watched. You know, in the morning, I watched the Today Show. I like to watch the Today Show, and they, you know, of course, they're always talking to one girl. Now, here's the thing about this girl. This little short blonde. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll get back to my meth in a second. Hang on. I'm getting there. It's, I was I'm getting upset. It's gonna be a roundabout kind of way upset. to get there. But here's. I am getting upset because I know the Today Show is like kind of. You know, they got rid of Matt Lauer, but that's been now. It's been a little while, and that's fine. We're moving on. Everybody's moving on without Matt Lauer. But he's been replaced by a lot of people. Like I've said this before on the podcast, they do the, the round table or whatever they're doing in the morning there, depending upon the hour you're watching. And now, I mean, I'm mean, kidding. There's 9, 10, 15 people sitting there. There's a, you know what this morning? They, you know who was sitting in and doing some of the, uh, on Hot Topics? They had a meth gator. There was a meth gator there chiming in on the Hot Topics. Oh, he had some things to say about this whole Scarlett Johansson business. This meth gator did not <laughs> think it was good that she took that role from Caitlin. Anyway. So the girl, I don't even know her name. Now, that's that's part of the problem. Here's part of the problem. I know I know Savannah Guthrie. I know, uh, you know, Carson Daly. I know I know, uh, you know, Al Roker. And, and I know all of them. I know, of course, Hoda Kotzby. And I know Jenna Hager Bush. All of them. They're fine. Then there's some other people who I don't really know. And I like the, the black guy. He's good. I should know his name. But. There's a, there's a little blonde girl, short hair. She used to do the weather, but when uh -oh. and she wasn't even good at the weather. She they had her on like on weekends and shit when Al Roker wasn't there. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, you know, they fire Lauer. And now they got to scramble to get some other people in there. And they got to get cutesy girls because mm -hmm. Lauer's you know fucked up everything. He's, he's yeah. just went, did what he did. 
So they got to make it, you know, very female friendly, whatever. And that's fine. It's a morning show. I guess that's a, that's the slant. So they give this girl the gig. All she fucking talks about is her, her kid. She's got one kid. All she talks about is the kid. Mm-hmm. My, and my husband, my husband did last night, my husband, did, and I, they're really leaning the, into <laughs> this family dynamic over it's a podcast now yeah they they, no that's what it's like they're all (laughs) sitting around like talking about their family so then she'll pipe up and then this other black girl nice lady she pipes up about her kids and then savannah guthrie talks about her kids and then you know carson daly talks about his kid everybody's talking about their kids this every morning yeah about the kids nobody i i listen i don't think anyone gives a fuck and i know some many of you have kids but i don't even think you guys give a fuck you'd rather hear some other interesting facts than about so anyway this morning she announces that she is pregnant oh and there may i mean they took this thing into all three hours of the today show they took it from the seven to the eight to the nine they're making a big deal out of it nobody even knows who this girl's name is and then at one point the girl this girl who she says uh she goes oh yeah she goes it was kind of the, the, the surprise was kind of leaked because Twitter was going crazy about it last night. I'm like, no, they weren't. Twitter wasn't going crazy about it because nobody knows who the fuck you are. Nobody, there was four tweets about your your impending uh, you know child coming up. Turns out it's a boy. They made a big announcement that it's a boy. She's having a boy. And so then, oh, so now I'm getting back to my math. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry I went down that road. But enough is enough. That's why you guys yeah. are getting beat by Good Morning America and things like that. And CBS, you know, today or whatever they have over. No, CBS I heard was doing bad. But because they're not doing, they're not going way heavy on kids because they have Gail over there, Gail King, whose kids are 30. And they get, you know, I had the old, another guy that got kicked out of, uh, for, for harass, sexually harassing broads. That guy's kids were 50. Charlie Rose. Just, you know, every down again, a girl would come into his dressing room. He'd be like, you know, just, hey, take a look at this cock, would you? I mean, and now he's out of a job. So that's what goes on. So while I'm watching, back to my meth, while I'm watching these shows, um, you've all seen them. They have these commercials on, Alex. A lot of, you know, are you, are you addicted to meth commercials? A lot of, uh, you know, hey, call this number if you're addicted to meth. Call this number. Call this number if you've got mesothelioma. A lot of mesothelioma. Yeah. And then they have the the people who have fucked themselves up from smoking cigarettes. Now I don't smoke. I've oh, never like smoked. the class action, like no, no, not even that. Like oh. it's just basically. I think it's American Cancer Society whoever oh. pays for these commercials, basically saying stop smoking. Okay. But they show actual people who have, you know, don't have a throat anymore. Don't Their jaws have missing. Don't have a jaw. Yeah. There's, there's a new one now. They're showing with this lady whose jaw from like the you know the bottom down is gone because she smoked. She's 53. At the end of the commercial, it says she actually died. Which is sad, but I don't smoke. I never smoked. I know many people don't smoke. So why do I have to watch this commercial? I think on my remote or something, I should have a little button that says non-smoker so I don't have to watch this fucking half-faced lady go, you gotta watch out. Watch out. Uh, you already convinced me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. And That's why show, I don't do there's it. There's been a bunch of them. There's been, you know, a guy with that throat. Don't that throat. Puts that thing to his throat. And Stephen goes, Hawking's Please voice. don't smoke. Yeah. Listen, we all know smoking's bad for you. People do it for, you know, they're not doing it because they're fucking, they go, oh, I heard smoking's good for you. Like, what? Fountain of youth, Let me right? start this uh, smoking thing. No, we got it. So I don't need to see half jaw lady. I don't think it's, is anybody quitting because of half jaw lady? And mm. it fucks up my morning because I'm sitting there having a nice morning. I may be eating something. I may be, and I don't want to see this going. I started smoking when I was 14 and now I'm gone. <laughs> I don't want it. Anyway, I'd rather fucking, 
You know, I'd rather watch a meth gator. I don't even know what a meth gator. What would a meth gator possibly even do? Uh, like so it, it said it, there. Is it like a, is it like a more aggressive? It said they're bigger? extremely aggressive. Oh, yeah. aggressive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like meth, are meth people aggressive? Um, I don't really know. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess I don't see a lot of meth people in Amphetamines, my. Amphetamines. Yeah, heroin day-to-day. is like a down. Meth is an. God, we're. Yeah, we're too healthy individuals. I know. To have this I, know conversation. I, get, I know. I know. I shouldn't be. This probably this probably affects a lot of people's lives, and I'm fucking around. People are so I probably shouldn't. You probably have family members, and you probably have you, a meth gator you, you, in yeah. your family. Yeah, you could have a meth gator. You people are going through it. So I I'll tell you what. Them. So Vegas, we don't have a lot of gators. Mm-hmm. Meth gators. We got a lot of meth. Oh gators. yeah, I bet. Oh, I've seen everything it. meth. Yeah, we but got. like outs, you don't see them when you go like walking down the strip. You, you got to go into North Las Vegas. Yeah, 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 North Las Vegas. So here's the deal, everybody. I I I'm on a new show called Punchline. I don't know if anybody's seen it. It is what it is. If you watched it, 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 it aired. It premiered on Monday, on Fox, and uh, I think tonight, or whatever. I did a couple of episodes this week. I have a couple more coming up. So I've did a bunch. It's a show. It was on before. We did like 30 episodes a year and a half ago, and now it's been picked up for like 50 episodes. And if people watch, it'll be picked up for, I believe, the next pickup is 270 episodes. So this would all be good. I, it's not, Now, I have nothing to do with the show outside of just being on it. I like the guy who does it. He's a friend of mine, and he's a very nice guy. Do you act I, on it, or do you write for it? I, 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 am, I appear, I appear, I, you appear. Uh, shit, sorry. I appear as a comedian uh-huh. myself, okay. basically. Uh, and I don't know if you've seen it, but... Here's what it is. It's pun- the original version of it was basically from the stories of today. It, went, it would go live. So basically, if you taped it in the afternoon, it would be on that evening on certain Fox affiliates in your city, depending upon how, how you watch or where you watch Fox. I don't know if you guys know how, you know, like this kind of TV works. Not like not, not like TV where it's, you know, like a, a big show. But there's other TV shows that's syndicated and certain channel, you know, networks can buy them and certain networks don't buy them. So you might have in your city something else on at 8 o'clock. But in mo- many cities, there's a, quite a few, this show is on currently at 6, 8, 11, depending upon what, what day what of the city. week. Uh, uh, five days a week. Oh. Five days a week. Punchline, five days a week. Tune in. So here's the thing. So what it was supposed to be is, is basically comedians taking the stories of the day, like, say, meth. Gator, and they would quickly make up punchlines for these jokes, and the and the audience would vote on who had the best punchline for the joke. Now, I'll grant you, it comes off a little scripted, uh, you because it is. You know, we script them backstage, but it's a pretty quick turnaround. We do it within a few minutes, and then we go and you know to do the show. So, but we we're supposed to look like we're coming up with it on on you know right away, and and we're not, and it looks that way, and which. And they're, they're trying to encourage it to be a little more Chelsea lately. Like, let's just fuck around for real. Like, don't even bother with the jokes. And that would be fun. And it's going to get to that point. Uh, so he, the, the point I'm trying to make is, so I'm on it. And I have a bunch of episodes coming up. And I was on with Heather McDonald this week. And I did uh, and Lonnie Love next week. And some fun people that I used to work with on Chelsea lately and stuff. So that would be fun. And it's a show that actually lets comedians be comedians, which should be applauded these days. Because, I mean, if you've watched this thing over on NBC called Bring the Funny. I mean, it is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. First of all, and I like the comedians on there. Some of them are my friends and they're good, they're good comedians. But this show has taken them and cut their dicks off so bad or their or their tits or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they've stilted their fucking act so bad that they, it doesn't even serve them well. Like, the, like Ismo, I watched Ismo last night. Ismo's a funny fucking comedian. Like, Ismo, you know, he was pretty good on it because he's, he's you know, pretty clean and, and could work on TV. But there were some other guys who were good who just look like shit on here because 
They want. Say. They literally want a third grade level comedy. That's mm. what this what the network told the comedians. We need a third that appeals to third graders. Mm. Third graders. And then it also does now. And of course, Chrissy Teigen. Who better? She's the host. She's going to sit there. Chrissy Teigen, everybody. You know how funny she is. Chrissy Teigen, the comedian. She's the one who's doing the judging. She's sitting behind a table with Jeff Foxworthy, who, you know, Jeff Foxworthy's been a great comedian for many years. Legend he, in the yeah, game. Yeah, he's worthy of, yeah. of, of being. And, and, and the kid from Saturday Night Live, who I love, I think he's one of the best. The Keenan? Keenan. Keenan, yeah. yeah. I, think I think he's one of the best on Thompson, Saturday Night Live. Thompson, Thomas? Keenan Thomas. Keenan Thompson, yeah. Huh. And, uh, so, and, and Chrissy Teigen, like, overly laughs at everything, and she's jumping she's around. She's like the Paul she's Abdul. She's, she's the Paul Abdul. She's the, uh, she's the Katy Perry. She's the guy that, you know, she's the yeah. jumping around and going mm. insane. Now, what this show does, if you've watched it, it, it jumps from stand-up to sketch to, musical. you know, musical comedy. And it, it's too much of a leap to make ask people to do. Mm-hmm. You're like, you can't jump that quickly from, here's a stand-up, now here's a sketch, because it looks weird. Attention spans are weird. No, and yeah. you're like, wait a minute, what are these people doing? Why, mm-hmm. Is that stand-up comedy? To the set? So, it, it's for me, it's not working. Blah blah blah, and they and and the network is way too hands on, and it just makes comedians look shitty. So when a show like Punchline comes along, where it lets comedians be comedians, kind of do what you want, it is kind of fun to watch, and it does translate, and it eventually will. The first couple of weeks are a little rough on any show, so it'll be there. I love that they're kind of telling you guys to loosen up, though. Oh, That's they great. love it. They yeah. love it. They were like, "Any, say what you want, mm-hmm. get through it." I mean, this one, the one I just shot yesterday, I, you know, I've been doing TV a long time, so I know cues, and I can see that the. That the, the stage manager is saying, We end the show, we're done. And I, Thank you, everybody. Good night. And he goes, We got 1.30 to go. 1.30. He's saying, Move 1.30. Mm-hmm. A minute 30 to still go. A minute 30, and it, we, because it's live. So a minute 30 on TV, I don't know if you people know, is a fucking eternity. So somebody's got to do something because you can't just go, So anyway, for a minute 30. So I fucking. Because I'm a pro and been doing this shit a long time. Me and the host, Melissa Peterman, was fucking You got great. one of the best podcasts uh, in the that's game. That's right. I mean, I'm fast on my feet. She had a sweatshirt that she gave away as a prize. I put on the sweatshirt. We danced. The fucking director came up after. He's like, you saved us. I was like, was yes. it audience warm up or was this aired? This aired. This oh, aired, cool. This aired. Right. I don't know if it airs tonight or it airs last night. or it aired. Nice. I don't know. They air. I don't, I don't watch myself. I can't. I hate it. But um, I can't watch you anymore either. It's no, no. Well, unbearable. not a lot of people can. So that's why I'm doing podcasts. <laughs> In Koreatown, so but anyway, so that's the other thing. They let a fucking old white guy on television, which is fucking unheard of. You uh-huh. know, I'm surprised. Scarlett, How, more than one. I'm or? surprised Scarlett Johansson didn't take my role. And <laughs> playing the role of Chris Frangel today will be Sarah Silverman. So anyway, <laughs> here's the point I was trying to make with this. I'm sorry, people. I, I, I had a very long week of filming, and I'm doing a David Spade show tomorrow on Comedy Central. So I've had like a ton of shit going on, and then I'm heading to Utah this weekend, and. Um, Wise Guys? I'm heading Wise Guys yeah. in Utah Friday and Saturday. So just one show each night, everybody. 8 o'clock Friday, 8 o'clock Saturday at the uh, the Landings, whatever location. You know what I'm talking about if you're from that area. And Jordan Landing, I think it is. And so that's that's so I got a ton of shit going on and like some life, personal shit. I'll, get to, I'll talk to you about it another time. But it's good. It's all good. Like, don't, don't worry about me. I'm fine. So anyway... Um, so I walk into to do punchline. I don't know who I'm going to be on with. I do. I knew Heather was going to be on with me, but I don't know the other two. I'm, it's me and two other comics. And who do I walk in? Who's who is my teammate on the show? 
uh, Chris Kattan. Ooh. Chris Kattan, the man I shat on last week for fucking 15 <laughs> minutes. I sat there and talked shit about this guy for 15 minutes, and then I walk in a day later, and he is my co-star on the show. Fortunately, he's a little out of his mind and probably has no idea how to listen to a podcast, let alone turn on a, a phone or anything, for that matter. But he seems like a perfectly nice guy. You know, he's a little, a little kooky. How are his jokes? Good? Mm. Mm. You know, All right. we had people helping him. There was yeah. some writers there. But you know what? He's a good performer. I'll give yeah. him that. I said that about him last week. Yeah. Also, he is when once it's showtime, he's on, mm -hmm. and he was very good. Yeah. Once the camera's rolling, he knows what he's doing, and nice. that's a pro. I'll, and I'll give him that. So, and he's he was a good guy, nice guy. So anyway, I thought it was funny because on this podcast, I like to talk shit about people, and I won't stop. Like, but next week, I could be in a movie playing a trans friend of Scarlett Johansson, and I just talk shit about her. So. That's Great role just, for Chris Kattan, actually. <laughs> he, I don't know what the fuck that guy's going to do. He's a strange-looking dude, man. He's, like, getting smaller. At one point, we took a cast picture at the end. Everyone's like, let's get a picture for... And he had to get a box to stand on. He wouldn't take the picture with bagel guy put him on his yeah. shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, he wouldn't get... He wouldn't take the picture without a little, you know, a little box. But anyway, I get it. So... I, listen, I'm, I'll apologize in advance for this podcast. Well, I kind of kind of roll through because I'm I'm like crazy busy right now, and I hope it's okay. I know. Listen, I don't. I know I don't have a white claw yacht party run on this one. I know you people love that fucking thing last week. We talked about white good claw and the and the yacht party. And I loved it too. Sometimes we have those runs where I'm having a good time, and you know, white claw should be paying me for the promotion I got them. I had I had 35 people send me pictures of them drinking white claw that weekend on whatever beach or pool there. By the way, all of my listeners have. Very nice lives. Everybody's out there and doing doing, doing fun, well. nice shit. Like nice. they're on, you know, there were people posting pictures from yachts and nice pools and backyards. Drinking white claw. Drinking white They got claw. it delivered with the 7 Eleven app. I mean, I'm here's my and I'm out there every fucking weekend. I leave. I have a pretty decent life too, I must I must admit. I have a house in Malibu, I have a house in the valley. I could be on the fucking beach in Malibu. I could be in the fucking valley. In the, well, that's not as nice, but you know, yeah, I mean, that's where I live, live. But on the weekends, I go to Malibu. And I could be doing that, but what do I do? I get on a fucking plane and I go to fucking Dayton, Ohio, and I go to fucking Salt Lake City, Utah for you people because I want to see you. I could be in my backyard drinking a white claw and posting pictures of it with a pool with a pool, putting that old late that old man uh, filter on my face that everyone's been doing these past couple of days, <laughs> which is scary as shit. Just the opposite of all the other filters. Because honestly, yeah, all I have to do is just take a picture of myself and just I I put a filter on anything anyway, kind of like I just put this one little easy filter that just kind of you know softens it a bit. And I just put I just take that off. I that's your old man filter because some oh. days some days are worse than others. So anyway. You guys all have a nice life, and I'm sorry I don't have that kind of run this time around. But you know who knows when I we didn't get we don't get Area 51. A lot of people are are uh, I don't know if you've heard. I, I don't I know I know many of you don't give a shit about aliens, and neither do I. But we have one person in this room tonight who's a big fan of aliens. So we for for the reason we're going to do this story, and it has become kind of an interesting big story to talk about. I guess now now it's up to a million people on on some sort of Facebook page, or it was I believe it began on Facebook. I had heard rumors that it started with Joe Rogan on his podcast. He had said something along the lines of "You should storm Area 51." It was probably during the Bob Lazar podcast, yeah, I would imagine. Right, yeah. something happened there. So these people started this campaign on on Instagram, or no, sorry, on Facebook, and said. Let's storm Area 51 and break in there and see what these people are hiding and or, or demand that we know what's you know back there. 
I don't know. Is it surrounded by a wall? I, I don't even know. Uh, I, I would imagine gates of some gates. sort. Gates. Yeah. So now, now there's like actual talk of it happening. Like there's people like, like we're doing it. It's we're happening. Going. And I don't, honestly, I've said my piece on aliens before on this podcast. He, I, I don't know. I just don't know. And I'm not going to say no because I don't want to get burned when they come down and go, oh, hey, Mr. Nonbeliever. And they just laser me in the face. And then I'm dead. You know, I don't. I don't need that. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say I don't know. I'm gonna need more. More to go on than just the things I've seen. You know, I like the movies. Like I said before, I like all the thing. I like the light. I like. I like seeing the lights in the sky that are easily, you know, explained away by uh, any, uh, you know, flashlight or or a drone or or airplane. I've yet, and you could, you know, Alex, you're going to get, Alex is chopping oh, it. You oh, have no, to see him right now. No, I'm he fine. He has never <laughs> wanted to jump into a story so badly, and he, he is chomping at the bit over there to get to, to set me straight. It's so, a, no, I'm going to say this, and I said it before. <laughs> now, why are they not landing in Times Square? If they are as, 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 as advanced as they say they are, as, as advanced as to be able to get through you know, whatever, it, it's very hard to get a, even a, 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 a ship, you know, that we've developed back to through the Earth's atmosphere. If they're able to get through the Earth's atmosphere and come here, why are they not landing in the middle of Times Square and going, hey, everybody, nice to see you. Oh, oh, you have an M&M store here now? I didn't know you guys had an M&M. <laughs> I heard years back, this used to be just nothing but uh, strip strips uh, joints and like karate shops. Look at Times Square this place now. really went to have shit, you, huh? Do be- you believe this? This is uh, his, his wife, the alien's wife. That's her. That's the wife's name. Do you believe they have an M&M store here now? And look at this. They got a, uh, honey, do you like shrimp? They have a Forrest Gump here. Forrest Gump, right here in Times Square. You like shrimp? Forrest Gump. Do you, do you like a, do you like a restaurant chains named after thirty five year old movies? Because uh, we have one right here in Times Square. Yeah, forget the strip strip malls. We got um, strip joints. We got M and M's and and uh, shitty shrimp. So anyway, why why are they not doing that? Why are they not landing right in the middle? Honey, uh, you want to get two for one tickets to go see uh, Mamma Mia? They have Mamma Mia tickets, two for one. I'd like to go see. That's about ABBA. They sing ABBA songs. I uh, so I just to just to be upfront, I am more about government uh, I, oh, the no, government you... side than the alien oh, so side. The, so specifically. the government hiding stuff. Yes. In so this is I didn't realize I didn't put it all together that this started uh, from a Joe Rogan podcast. I, I had heard that I could be here's, wrong. Here's what I'm gonna say. You're okay. probably right. There's yeah. probably a lot of those guys jumping on the bandwagon. And as someone who kicks Joe Rogan fans out of a club all the time, okay. don't be any don't be anywhere near Area 51 on that day. It's going to be a lot of really misinformed people who are like right. really jacked, and they're just there for just high on monster they, energy they, drinks. They don't have like a plan. Ready, There's ready no to, plan. I know that's what's going to happen. They're going to even if they get over the gate. Then I don't I don't know anything about Area 51 other than what I've seen in movies and maybe like on some documentaries I've watched on, you know, Believe It or Not or whatever. And it looks like it's in the middle of nowhere. And once you jump over the gate, that now you're in... shitty. Yeah, now you're in... you got a long way to run before yeah. you see like that alien that everyone says is in mm-hmm. there, the one with the big head that looks like every alien we've ever seen in anything. Yeah. Um... So so they so that's it. You do you, now do you what do you think is behind the gates of Area 51? If and now I've heard it's also not, they're not even in Area 51 they're in something else called Area some other thing. Yeah, they're so like Area 8 or something. Who knows? I think what's probably back there is mostly a lot of like weapons technologies that they're developing is what I would assume it's probably just a huge it's probably like Lockheed Martin blowing shit up in the middle of the desert. That's what I would assume. Yeah. But I mean it's a great place to 
And on the way to it, I know, you, it, it, there's a lot of good beef jerky places. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, alien themed. Alien themed mm-hmm. beef jerky. Yeah. Like roadside beef jerky places, alien themed. And it, and a lot of hot sauce places, too, also alien themed. So you can, uh, you know, see those on the way. I'd say you're not going to fi- It's not going to be worth getting arrested. But if a million no. people show up, then, I mean. Yeah. So anyway, that, that's they're, <laughs> Good saying, luck. they're saying that this could happen and, and people will be starting after they want. You want to go? I'll go with I, you. I don't. I don't like. You know. I'm not saying I would do. I, I don't like when crowds start running. I don't like that. I won just one wait, years and years ago. Van Halen uh, announced like last minute they were going to do a show with the Whiskey Go Go, and I was like, "Fuck, I'm going to try and do it." And it was like a. It was like a mad run to from like one Tower Records on Sunset up to the Whiskey to get tickets, and I was like, I was I ran for about two minutes. I'm not even 30 seconds. I was like, what am I doing? Like, this is, I could just I'll buy them. I'll go listen to Van Halen yeah. uh, when I get home. I don't need to be running with fucking people and get knocked over. And that's the other, that's the other thing that just came out. Uh, Think about that. None of the hot chicks are going to be at the concert. It's going to be all the sweaty dudes. And the same like, thing with Area 51. Yeah. Like, well, who the fuck thinks it'll be at that? Yeah, who's going to be, be there? a couple of nerdy girls, who, you know, who, who will that'll do anything to talk to a fella. And, uh, and, and, you know, a bunch of loser guys who smell. You know, and, and then there'll be a couple hot girls who are thing. gonna tr- who are trying to brainwash all of you easily brainwashable. They're just think about that. If you're looking for a dude who'll just, you know, who's easy to who's manipulative, who you can manipulate, find him at the gates of at Area, Area 51. Fifty One. So here's that. That's that's what's going on there. I know that's a story that we're probably not interested in, but it is kind of going out. And maybe some of you are interested in aliens. I don't really know. So that's let that. us know if you plan on making the trip. I would love it if one of you. Oh yeah, that's, uh, if one of you go, let me know. Um, El Chapo's not getting out. Oh, we know that uh, John F. Kennedy Jr. died 25 years ago today. I can't believe it. That's crazy. You know John F. Kennedy Jr. We all know about that. These are just oh, uh, Taylor Swift gives fans a first look inside the Cats movie. I didn't even know there was being there was a Cats movie coming out, and I certainly didn't know Taylor Swift was in it. I really need to keep up more. I used to be very on top of these things. However, they posted a picture of Taylor Swift. I don't know if it's rehearsals or or her, and it looks just from this one picture. And I don't mind Taylor Swift, but this looks so annoying. It's like Taylor Swift in almost like a cat suit acting hot. Like in this picture, she is at overacting in the picture, which is sad. But I don't know. Maybe you can't overact as a cat. So how now? How come cats aren't up in arms that uh, Taylor Swift Dude, is I'm, taking their role? I'm furious on their behalf, actually. So anyway, I guess there's a, I, I didn't even know that was coming. But oh no! And now I, I know I've I've given you guys some some very hot summer fashion tips over the over this course of this podcast. I've given you some real good ones. Uh, wedge sandals. I don't know if we I gave you that one, but we I talked was, about wedges. Yeah, we, I said it was back. Um, I've, I, and even some other ones along the way. Oh, uh, barrettes, barrettes. The hair barrettes yeah. was another one that the I gave you people. White Here's claw. The, are you ready for the new one, everybody? Big floppy hats are the new Ooh. peekaboo trend on Instagram. Now, I think it was Kylie Jenner. Kylie Jenner is on some sort of retreat somewhere with all her friends, some Mexican resort, or I believe it's, it looks absolutely gorgeous. I mean, it's, she spent some money to go on this makeup girl retreat. They got on a Kylie plane. They went to wherever they are. So she posted a picture of herself in a big floppy hat. Now, what you do, Alex, is with this big floppy hat is you take the big floppy hat, you cover your face with the big floppy hat, and then you appear naked. You're naked. You cover up your tits and your, and your you know, your whatever, and maybe cross your legs. And then you, you put the big floppy hat over your face so you don't know who it is. 
So she did it. Now it's all the rage on Instagram. Everybody is taking their big floppy hat, covering their face, and putting their naked body on Instagram. So if you have a big... I don't know if I have a hat that's big and floppy enough to cover my face, but uh, I will certainly try one tonight when I get home, and I will post it on the Facebook page. I will go completely nude, and I will get a big floppy hat and cover my face and put it on Instagram. Not cock out. I won't do cock out because I don't, I don't, I don't want that kind of blowback on me. I'll cover it with a, you know, like a, my hand or something or, or, you know, whatever I need to cover. A it smaller with. hat. Still a big <laughs> hat, but a Thank smaller you. hat. Yeah, you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, and, and the other thing is go out and uh, like you, all you people who sent me the pictures of you drinking White Claw in, in exotic locations and your, and your gorgeous homes and backyards and, and places of boats. Do it. Do it. Keep it up. Because uh, Ebola, Ebola. This is how I believe the world is ending. Forget Area 51. Forget Donald Trump. Forget, you know, a lot of meth gators, Alexandria or Ocasio-Cortez, the AOs, that woman that everyone thinks is going to end the world, that Trump wants to get out of it, go back to her own country. That was a big story. This she's week. from here. Go, yeah, she's born in Queens, as, he, as was he. Um, so... Ebola is what is going to get us. It's one of these things. It's one of these outbreak that Dustin Hoffman movie from years ago. It's one of these that goes out of control. Now Ebola is going completely wild in the Congo in Africa, and it's worse than it was the first time around. Like that thousand of people, and this fucking shit is bad. It's like you die quick, and you got a bit. So now I heard like a thousand people, twelve hundred people, and now get they're getting concerned. They're like this mm-hmm. is this is gonna be one of those ones we can't. Have we shut stop. down airports yet? Or not yet? Well, the first thing they ask, I, I just had to go do some some blood work, and the first thing they ask is Where if you if you've been to the African countries, mm-hmm. uh, and if you say yes, they don't they'll turn you right away. Mm-hmm. So there's something up, everybody. Be careful. What I'm saying is drink your white claw because in a couple of weeks you might have to be drinking it through your jaw that fell off like that lady I watched on the Today Show because you got Ebola on your face, all right? And I don't know how it happened, but because you kissed a guy who was in fucking the Congo, I don't know why he did that because he, he should have let you know that he was in the Congo and now your face is gone and I hope you're happy that you can't drink your white claw because it's fucking dripping down your face uh, and because you don't have ending up on your wedges. Yeah, yeah on your wedges because you don't have a proper jawline to 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 drink something like that um so that 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 that's basically all we have for today's cover to cover uh i know i'm a little low-key uh, like I, i'll get to the story in a couple of weeks i'll tell you all about it it's been a crazy week here i've been filming a lot and i'm just like up and running and i haven't I, you know, i've been you know, since my like Chelsea lately days, I've been chill. It's been it's been a chill life for me, and I've kind of enjoyed it. You know, I go on the road, I do some writing work on some shows here and there, but nothing too crazy. And in the last like few weeks, it's gone. And then doing part to this podcast, I must admit, you know, we're getting a lot. I have to, I had to, I had to do a a, a phone in for a new advertiser we have on this podcast. I won't mention who they are because they're coming up in a couple of weeks and. So you've a lot of people advertise for this company. You, you, if you listen to podcasts, you're familiar with this company. They made me do a conference call to kind of get to know me, you know. And I, and I, and I, and I told them. I said, I, I, I have to admit, my podcast can be, you know, I make fun of Caitlyn Jenner. If that's something you, I don't, I didn't say that, of course. But if I don't want to change my material, yeah, to to get a couple of bucks from this company. So I, I told them. And they're like, no, we don't. Care. I don't think they even listen. Honestly, they're like, no, it's fine. We we love it. And I get on a conference call with like. Eight other people. If you ever had to do a conference call, it's the fucking most annoying thing in the world. People are like you know, jumping in. Like, I'm in. And every one of these girls was like um, bachelorette. They talk like a, they call it vocal fry. 
you know, and they talk like that. Every one of the, yeah. every one of the bachelorettes talks like that. They're like, I really love this guy, and I feel like we have a special bond together. And I feel like once we go to the honeymoon, the, the suite, we're gonna really get down. No, and I hope he meets my parents, and I hope he meets my father. That's what I thought. That's so that's every one of these girls who got on. It's good for your voice. Con- yeah, every one of these girls who got on the conference call was like, "Hi, it's Tina from blah blah blah. This is the company, and when here, and let me tell you our, our our what we're trying to do here. We're trying to make a fun blah 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 product for girls. And there was one other podcaster. I don't want to mention who they were. She was on the on the thing as well, and she it must be her first ad read. And so mm-hmm. she was so excited. She kept going, let me tell you something. I'm going to read this ad better than anybody's ever. And I'm uh, so excited to be a part of this world and da-da-da-da. I'm like, oh, gee. She kept us on for like 10 more minutes. So now I'm doing all this shit. This is something I had to get up at fucking very early in the morning to do. That fucking punchline, David Spade show, it's the road, and a bunch of other shit going Utah. on. Utah. Utah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Salt Lake City. And a ton of other shit. So, and then... Like I let my podcast lax, lax is that a proper word? Lax? Well, maybe that's not the you right treat, word. You, you yeah. get laxadaisical. Yeah, like okay, yeah. there you go. Uh, in, in in this week, so I didn't come. I didn't like come up with good ones, but maybe we did it. Who knows? I don't know. So now what we have to do now with the music is because like I've kind of tapped out the '70s songs a little bit, and we've done some other stuff. I've done some classics from other eras, you know, Dream On and some Bob Seger and fun stuff like that. But now I want to kind of start delving a little bit into the '80s because that's when I really started to. But you know, some of the, there were some really cheesy ones, and, and we'll get to those and there's some really good ones i mean there's some that we when we hear them come on it's it's a good like i said you know on my yacht party we're gonna be doing rat we're gonna be doing on the yacht we're gonna be doing uh you know white snake stuff like that like real good stuff we'll give you some brian adams you know brian adams brian adams i remember tina turner did a duet with brian adams on um a live aid i believe which i just had the i just had the uh anniversary of live aid i think it was a couple days ago and uh she he was about to come out and she kept going brian adams Brian Adams. What happened to Tina Turner? Is she still alive? Tina Turner? I have no idea. <laughs> I just, I just, you know, I, I haven't heard from her. I just thought about her. I, I, I think I had read that she is not well, Tina Turner. I think she's got to be 80 something. So I heard she's not well. Anyway, back for, enough about that. So we have to go to the 80s. We're going to dig around the 80s a little bit. Send me your, you know, your ideas for the 80s and don't send the ones we all know. Don't go, you know, Michael Jack, beat it. Like that, we know. And don't and send, send them. Don't comment and, them. Yeah, and don't send, send something them. too obscure either, like that nobody knows because it's kind of, the fun has to be that people know what it is. Some people are sending me like really obscure ones. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, that's a fun. I like, I get where your head's at, but nobody knows what. I could take mm-hmm. any B side of a record and play it and people are like, this thing will be turned off left and right just before I have to do my new ad that I had to do a fucking conference call for. So that's that. Anyway, I, one more shout out to doctors and nurses. God damn it. I don't know why, but I just, uh, once again, this will be a thing that I get into at a later date. But holy shit, if you've ever, I never had to deal with anything like this, but if you've ever had to deal with nurses in hospitals and doctors, fuck. Those people save the world. I know some of you are them. I know there's nurses out there, but holy shit, there ain't nothing better. I mean, fuck, they got a tough job, a tough ass job, 24 hours a day, seeing the worst shit in the world, and they are fucking, I mean, cold ice water in their veins making it happen, and probably making not a ton of money. So God bless doctors and I know we live in a world now where the science and doctors and these people and don't, you know, don't study. That and doesn't d- wipe your ass. 
That's it's amazing. A, <laughs> They're amazing. It's amazing. So to all of you not nurses and doctors and all the people who run that shit, I know there's even beyond doctors and nurses. Fuck. Thank you. You're wonderful people. Um, on to our song. Now, like I said, I'm getting the 80s, but we're going to go first with Alex's. You know, we all talked about Little Nas X with uh, Old Town Road. I'm going to take my horse to the Old Town Road. I'm going to... And we all heard it. God damn, it went through the summer. I think it's probably dying a little now. It's, it's seen better days. Uh, and it was fun. We all had a good time with it. Let's face it. Let's not... Uh, and Little Nas X was, you know, he's got a new one out. So he's, he's not only a one-hit wonder, he's got a new one called... <laughs> Uh, what's it called? Panini. Panini. If you guys people, if you guys liked uh, grilled sandwiches, you know, like uh, you put it on a in a bread, whatever, whatever you like, put a turkey, put cheese mm. in there, uh, pesto, ham, pesto, yeah, pesto spread, yeah. like a pesto spread, and then you go and close that on it, and you make the marks, and you get seal it up nice, and and melt the cheeses. That's a panini, and uh, you know, a lot of time we've been going through you know decades and decades of music. And nobody has really tapped into the panini song market. A lot of people said, you know, you've heard other sandwich, um, you know, songs. It's been a lot of sandwich songs, I think. I'm trying to think of one I mean, right now. There's but, a bunch. You <laughs> just yeah. can't think of any. Oh, there's Hero by Mariah Carey. A hero, that's a sandwich. When this hero comes <laughs> along. Uh, but not but not until Nas X said, you know what, enough is enough. There's not enough sandwich songs out there. Nas X says, I'm going to do one called Panini about a nice grilled turkey and... Um, and uh, monster. I would, that's what I would do if I was making my panini. I'm not. I'm not telling Little Nas X how to make his panini, but let's hear it. This is called Panini by Little Nas X. Okay. Oh, I need to pick. You know who he needs right now in this song? If you need fucking Billy Ray Cyrus to come in and go, Hey, all everybody, I just had a panini. I gotta tell you, it was leany. I normally get roast beef, but I'm a little older now and I get heartburn. So I decided to just get turkey and what a panini it was. Like, uh, this is not, this, he certainly doesn't have the Old Town Road hook Should've, on this one. No, that was No, how was that about, oh, play the beginning of it. That was, he, that was the whole song. That Ooh, was the whole quick song? one, yeah. He didn't even mention anything, bread? He didn't mention mm -mm. bread or spreads? He didn't, he didn't not mention, one aioli. Not one, no, not one aioli or, or, yeah, not even a mustard or a mayonnaise. You gotta have a, some, some, some and spice. It, and it, is a panini just sandwich or do you have to press it? I think you gotta press it. You have to press it's it pressed on the panini it. grill. Yeah. Which is a very underutilized okay, Can you start it again because he says something in the beginning, I think. Okay, let's hear the beginning. Does he mention paninis at all? I have no idea. Or is that like a mansion? <laughs> oh, he just... Wow. He, he said, hey, panini, don't you be a meanie. As if we're all seven-year-old children. You don't want to be teeny. You got to have a big sandwich. Oh, you want to be teeny. It's got to be dreamy. All right. I, I listen, I know Little Nas X seems like a nice guy, uh, and I hope he has, goes on to have a long, nice career, but this is not doing it for me. Uh -uh. He's not doing it. This sounds like everybody singing through, you know, just singing through like one of these things. Yeah. yeah man, I'm, 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 it sounds like all those girls on The Bachelor. Yeah. You know, they're talking like this, and they might as well just put their voices. Anyway. Yeah, man. Something's happening to our headphones. Is that good? Auto-tuned, yeah, yeah. We're still gone. Okay. Yeah. Um, now let's. Now we're going to go into the 80s. And I have to tell you, people, there's, there's not, I love the 70s, but I really came of age 
in the 80s. This is when I became who I am today. And I mean, I, I still go back to these days. I'll put on that 80s channel on on uh, my serious satellite radio and I just can't get enough. Like when I'm driving home from a gig, if I drive to like San Diego and I'm driving a long drive, two hours, just in Palm Springs, on the way back from Palm Springs. Fuck, man. Put on that 80s. And it just really gets me going, man. I love it. And like, not even the Michael, fuck the Michael Jackson, fuck the, fuck the, like the big ones, fuck the, I, mean, I, I liked them, but Lionel Richie, like all, you know, all that shit. Even Van Halen had some big hits in the 80s. Like, fuck that. I'm talking these, you know, the guy, the, the several one hit one. These guys had a few hits. And now what they're doing is, at least here in Los Angeles, and they're probably doing it in some of your cities as well, they're packaging tours with a bunch of them together. There's one actually, I believe, this next this Saturday here in Los Angeles with I mean o OMD or Catch Moon Moves in the Dark I think uh, Berlin and I think this band is there and this I have to say maybe one of my all time favorite eighty songs it takes a little while to get going but I'm I'll talk it through give it to me Alex give it to me loud and I'll and I'll talk you through because this is what we're gonna be doing because at this point we've all got an Ebola we're all Ebola out. It, it, it spread like I, I predicted it because a lot of the predictions I've made on this podcast have come true most recently. The, the hookup of Camila Cabello and uh, what's his name? Sean Mendes. Sean Mendes. They are now they're together. They're making out in, in uh, coffee shops. You and, called the finger yeah, in? Yeah, I did. I called it. They were going to finger each other. I hope they finger each other because I saw them making out. They had pictures of them making out in, in a coffee shop in San Francisco, and I assumed that led to fingering. I hope. You know, because I hope that Sean Mendez is not just wasting a good makeout with Camila Cabello without going, hey, it started here in this coffee shop. Let's take this up to uh, you know to another level. Give it to me. Give Let's to go me up that. to that counter talk to the barista about a panini. There we are. Old Town. Oh, Little Nas X. <laughs> so this is a song called, I mean, you all know it. We all know it. This guy had the wildest haircut on MTV. He had that crazy haircut up the sides, down in the middle. A couple of guys tried it in high school. They were like, I'm going to try that flock of seagulls. They're like, ooh, bad Ooh, idea. Bad idea. Pull it off. They were brothers, these two guys, two brothers in this band. I don't, I don't know who's still left in the band, but they'll be playing. I think they're on the roster this Saturday night. If you haven't seen them at concert, by the way, they're fucking amazing. They still kill, kill it. It's cold Iran. Oh, my God. Oh, people tried to pull that hair off? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. People tried to pull it off. People tried to pull that off. You can't. Here we are. Oh, man. Does it get any better than this oh this is like punk rocky this is like fuck man I was 14 maybe maybe a little older 16 and I was like this was to me was like oh this is England this is fucking edgy shit man I'm, I'm watching I'm, I'm watching a wave of people coming over from MTV these guys were like this is what's going on in England hair like that music like this keyboards and shit you know, you know, you know this is coming if we ever do the yacht party. Or, you know what, maybe it might not be a yacht party. Maybe it might be something as simple as a uh, <clears throat> one of your people lend me your pool in your yard. And I'll, Alex, I'll bring Alex. We'll come to your house and we will... Uh, We'll get. We'll go. We'll hang out by your pool. We'll get in your pool. We'll get in. I'll bring we'll a gator around. floaty thing. We might have a gator. We, no meth. No. Cool. No we'll, meth. we'll check them. Clean gator. White claw only. <clears throat> White claw that we've already made established that. Yeah. White claw only. <clears throat> this is definitely planned. As a matter of fact, when we end, when Alex and I enter, we'll be coming in from uh, above from a helicopter. We'll be dropping down like our uh, years ago when I was at Smith Haven Mall on Long Island. Uh, 
Smithhaven Mall, they weren't getting enough people to come see their Santa for the holiday, you know, take pictures with Santa. So like, how do we, how do we, how do we up, you know, Santa? You don't want Santa just pulling up in a fire truck or pulling up in a whatever. So they're like, let's have Santa fucking land in a helicopter. Oh, yeah. So Santa, they land in a fucking helicopter. And they kind of hovered. They didn't actually land because I don't know if there were like legal reasons for it. And Santa stepped out. And I think Santa thought it was on the ground, but it was about a foot off the ground. And Santa took a bit of a tump. <laughs> but, you know, Santa regained his footing and he went into the uh, Smith Haven Mall and he, and he sat, you know, for a month or so and took pictures with the kids. That's what goes on in Long Island. And it, luckily, Bagel Boy wasn't there to fucking scream at him. But this is going to be on that uh, in that backyard party. If you people invite us over to your backyard, because I saw you, I saw in the pictures you people have some nice ones. Just get us a hotel down the street. We don't want to stay in your house, you know, because that's going to be weird. We don't want to stay in. I don't want to have to get up in the middle of the night and ask for an apple for your husband. You know, like, um, Mr. Johnson, mind if I take an apple out of your refrigerator? I don't want that. <laughs> so I just put us in a. We don't need much courtyard in. Um, you know, if you have like a Hilton Garden Inn or anything like that, any any three star hotel, three star. We don't even need four or five, three star. Separate rooms. We both need a room, so that's gonna cost you, you know, one hundred and eighty dollars for the two of us. I'll tell you what. I'll bring the Prius. You don't even have to lodge me. No, but just, we might have to do this far away. We might have to oh, do this okay. in, well, you know, all right. in another city. So you, yeah, right. you know, you're gonna have you're gonna have to get us out there, and 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 then we're in your yard. And we'll be we'll stay for two days, make it a two day event, and uh, you know we'll, we'll we could actually do the podcast from under if you give, but give us like a shady nice area. You got a pergola coming off the side of your house, something like that, like a pergola or some what's up your pergola? A pergola is like a like a it's almost like a uh, like a patio shaded cover? area All right. a patio cover. Yeah, so if you have something like that, we would love it. Uh, I don't love to go fully like you know in my in my trunks. In the water, I feel I'm, I'm not like a overly confident about you know being completely nude at all times. Thank you, flock of seagulls. So we'll be there. Uh, maybe the yacht party's just gonna have to be backyard somewhere. If you got a uh, boat parked next to the pool. See, but here's the thing about the boat: you're stuck on the boat. You know, you're out. You, you take that boat off the dock. Now you're out on the water, and now you're at the mercy of the boat captain. And we've all seen how that could go. You've seen the signed adventure. You've seen uh, Overboard with Kurt at Goldie. Uh, you know, you've seen some movies where it doesn't go great. Titanic. You know, you're out on the boat. And there was that movie, uh, Dead Calm, with Nicole Kidman, Ooh. where they get trapped on a boat with like a bunch of weirdos. So you don't only get... See, once you're out of the boat, you're fucked. You're, you're, you're beholden to the people who own the boat. House... You could walk away. You go, you know, oh, thank you very much. I appreciate you having us. We had a great time. We're going to go back to our Hilton Garden Inn now. All right, bye-bye. And then Alex and I go find a bar down the street and we talk shit about your house. We're going to run yeah, so far that's away. How, that's, <laughs> thank you, Alex. <laughs> uh, Alex sometimes comes up with some clever ones, you know, and he does them subtly in the background and then people always write them. They're like, did he, Chris didn't even hear Alex when he said this. Why doesn't he give Alex more credit for saying funny things? He just likes talking about himself, fucking loser. Let me tell you what, it's my idea. This podcast is my idea. I, Alex just happened to be good at it. That's the only reason he's here. He knows how to turn on the sound. And sometimes he fucks that up. I'm char- oh, I'm charming too, though. <laughs> he's charming, I'm- and he knows a lot about the Area 51. Yeah. Anyway, so that's it, everybody. This was a low-key one. Hey, hey, we're at 34, 35. And, you know, I, these podcast people do hundreds and hundreds. They're not all great, but... 
This one was good. We had some stories to tell. I'm, I, I'm back to focused, back to focused, done with some shows. Once I get done with Utah, I'm fucking good. I'm back in business, and I'm excited about Utah, so please come. Two shows. I haven't been to this club in a long time, and this is one of those clubs that you have to kind of prove yourself at because they tell all the other. It's, good, it's an A-list room, and they tell all the other rooms. So if you people don't show up, I'm out of the fucking business. I'm on punchline doing fucking scripted jokes that I wrote five minutes before with Chris Kattan. Are you happy? All right. I love you all. Thanks for listening. Rate it. Go see it. You know, go. We'll go. We're almost at a thousand. A thousand. We we like got a ton of ratings. Uh, five stars. So we're like at nine eighty. How something. did the old Britney fiasco pan out? It. You know that those things go away in go two away. minutes. That's yeah. why I try to tell these people like like <clears throat> Scarlett Johansson has to apologize. Like, don't apologize for anything. This shit goes away in a week. Everything goes away. Look at Kevin Spacey. Another case was dropped against Kevin Spacey. Not saying what Kevin Spacey did was right, but eventually these things go away. Everybody, people have lives. They don't care if Sarah Silverman plays a man. Thank you. See you next time. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.